All right, listen up now. There's nothing, 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 nothing that any of us could ever do to earn it. Nothing. And we don't deserve it. Not a one in this building deserves it. I don't care how good you think you are. I don't know how good I think I am. I don't deserve it. I couldn't earn it. I don't deserve it, yet he did it. Even though he knows me, he knew me before the creation and he knew what I was gonna be, but he still loved me enough. He loved you enough. And I'm gonna tell you one thing, you think you can run from him? You can't run from him, you ain't fast enough. Usain Bolt was a fast dude. He's old now, I don't know if he's still fast, but he couldn't run either. He, he's slow. You can't run from him. You cannot run from him. I don't care what you think. I don't care what lie you're living. I don't care what you think you can do. He's gonna bust that wall down. He's gonna tear that mountain down. He will get you. telling you. I don't know who here need to hear that today, but somebody does. <laughs> Maybe somebody out there need to hear it. He loves you. He loves you. He didn't just die for the ones who believe him on this morning. He died for everybody, whether you believe him yet or not. I encourage you today. On this Memorial Day, weekend. We're going to talk a lot about that in a minute. But give up. Just give up. Just give it up. Let him take over. He's going to take over. The victory's won already. In the end, in the end, there will not be a knee that will not bow and there will not be a tongue that will not confess. So go ahead and take care of it now. Don't wait till it's too late. Amen. Got a little video we're going to show you. I just had to come up and do that before the video. Just want to make sure the moment didn't get past us. So watch this video and then I'll be right back up. May we forever remember and may we never forget the sacrifices of many who went where we couldn't go and did what we couldn't do and sadly never came home. This weekend we celebrate Memorial Day. What is Memorial Day? It was originally called Decoration Day. On May 5th, 1868, General John A. Logan called for a nationwide day of remembrance later that month. There's some evidence that the actual first Memorial Day celebrations or remembrance celebrations were in South Carolina. Uh, there's no real, um, this was the first one. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure there was a lot of people, but I did it before you did. <laughs> But there were uh, celebrations across the country. Many believe that they started immediately upon the end of the Civil War um, in small towns and 
big cities everywhere. And they all generally were sometime towards the end of May, but they were just kind of a, a blotches here and there, no real organization of them. But the war had ended. Our nation had seen over 600,000, some say far more than that, but um, you got to understand this is the 1860s. It was a much smaller nation at that time. So wherever you lived, you probably knew someone who had died or you knew someone who had certainly gotten injured. And, um, and so it was very personal to those folks at that time. And so they felt the need to have a celebration of those lives, to honor those lives. So uh, they would, uh, would have these celebrations. And 1968, Congress passed the Uniform Monday Holiday Act, which established Memorial Day as the last Monday in May. 50 years ago tomorrow, the first one was held, 1971. I remember that because I wasn't here yet. I was here, but I was still in mama's belly. <laughs> I was on the way. Yes, I admit I'm going to be 50 this year. But uh, Memorial Day first started 1971, and it was uh, officially established as a national holiday. That is what Memorial Day is. What Memorial Day is not, it's not a three day weekend. It's not a three-day weekend for us to have cookouts, and it's not a three-day weekend to open the pool for the first time. It's not a three-day weekend to go to the beach. It's not a three-day weekend to unofficially or officially celebrate the unofficial start of summer. That's not what it is. But because of the sacrifices, of what we know to be at least one and a half million Americans over time that we celebrate on Memorial Day. Because of their sacrifices, because of what they did for us, we have the freedom to have a cookout. We have the freedom to go to the beach. We have a freedom to go to the lake. We have a freedom to open the pool. We have a freedom to celebrate the unofficial beginning of summer. We have the freedom, Jacob and I, this afternoon, to go to the racetrack. And we have the freedom to sit in this room this morning without fear someone's gonna barge through the doors and tell us we can't do what we're doing and threaten us. So Memorial Day is a great weekend. It is a great weekend. I, I always love Memorial Day because I like summer. And it's like the kickoff of summer, me and Ray. <laughs> we love our summer, don't we, Ray? And so, but I don't ever want to lose, I don't want to ever lose my focus on what really it means, what it's about. It's about men like George Fox, Alexander Goode, Clark Poling, John Washington, four names you may not know. These four gentlemen met each other at the Army Chaplain Training Program at Harvard University. And um, their lives would forever be 
connected. Not long after their training, they got an assignment. They were put on a ship called the Dorchester. It sailed out toward Europe, somewhere off the coast of Greenland, Newfoundland, somewhere along there. On the night of February 3rd, 1943, a Nazi U-boat torpedoed it. 900 or so men were on that ship that night. Those four chaplains began to minister. That was their job. That's what they'd been called to do. They began to minister to those men as that ship began to sink. There weren't enough life jackets. They gave their life jackets, their four life jackets, to other men. Only a little over 200 would survive. And of the survivors, they said one of the last things they saw was those four men locked in arm praying to God as they went into the ocean, never to be seen again. That sacrifice, that's a sacrifice, amen? They gave their life for their brothers. They gave their life for their friends. 1965, an 18-year-old Army Private First Class, Milton Olive III, was somewhere, Gene, in Vietnam. Don't know where. But a grenade come rolling in. And Private Olive jumped on that grenade. And the men with him survived. Of course, he did not. And they had to carry him out. He sacrificed his life for his brothers, for his friends. He would later become the first African-American to receive the Medal of Honor for his service in Vietnam. Sadly, he was not there to have it put on his neck. He gave his life. He gave the ultimate sacrifice for his friends. Hundreds, if not thousands of stories just like this exist. We don't know them all. We hear some of them. Today, Jacob and I are going to the racetrack. They do a tremendous job. Honestly, I enjoy what they do before the race as much as I do the race. They Really, it's all about America. It's all about Memorial Day. It's about honoring veterans. And they tell stories every year about the men who went out and served. And some of them made it back and some of them didn't. But we know of all these stories, but yet there's hundreds of thousands who put that uniform on. We don't know their name. They don't have a medal of honor. They don't have a statue in their hometown. But they never came home to mama. They never came home to their wife. They never came home to their children. We honor them this weekend. We better honor them. We better be thankful because apart from their sacrifice, freedom as we know it wouldn't exist. John 15, 13. Greater love has no one than this, than to lay one's life down for his friends. Let's pray. Father, we thank you so much for the sacrifices of the millions who've went on before and fought for our nation, fought for our freedoms. We lift up them this morning. We honor them. And we're grateful that we're able to be here today to celebrate them and to celebrate you. Because, Lord, you sent your son Jesus, who paid the greatest sacrifice of all. And we thank you for that. 
Give me the words to speak this morning. Move me out of the way, Lord. Let the words I speak be from you. Let you be lifted up through me. In Jesus' name, amen. We talk about those in our military who gave that ultimate sacrifice. But on this day, I want to talk about, again, the greatest sacrifice of all, and that's Jesus and what he did for us. Because I believe beyond a shadow of a doubt, his sacrifice, what he did for us on the cross, led people like Fox and Poling and Good and Washington and Olive to be able to do what they did. For apart from his love, apart from what he did, I don't believe people would have the courage and the love in their heart to do what he did or what they did. Because of what he did, people can show that love and that sacrifice. We look at the context of the verse here in John 15, 13. The, the context of this verse, uh, Jesus is teaching his disciples. He's sharing with them about relationships, what it's like to be who we are, what it's like to be a disciple of mine. Guys, this is how we react. This is what we do. And so he's sharing with them. We go back to verse 9 in John 15. As the Father loved me, I also have loved you. Abide in my love. If you keep my commandments, if you keep my commandments, listen, you will abide in my love just as I have kept my Father's commandments and abide in his love. We go on to verse 11. These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may, may be full. Here it is. This is my commandment, that you love one another as I have loved you. That you love one another as I have loved you. They don't really understand yet what's about to happen. Not much time is going to pass before Jesus is going to the cross and he's going to give his life for them. This is what I'm getting ready to do for you. Now you're supposed to love one another like I loved you. You get it? <laughs> he's not laying his life down to save his fellow man from a tyrant in Germany or a crazy man in North Korea, he's laying his life down to save us each and every one from an eternity separated from him, an eternity separated from fellowship with all of creation. That's a big sacrifice. Not that the sacrifices of the men who went and saved us from the Hitlers of the world weren't big. They certainly were. And again, we're here today and we have freedoms that we would not have apart from that. But Jesus paid a sacrifice above and beyond all sacrifices of all time. Jesus goes on in verse 14. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. You are my friends if you do whatever I command you. No longer do I call you servants, for a servant does not know what his master is doing, but I have called you friends. Back up. No greater love than to lay one's life down for his friends. 
He's making it clear to them, listen, this is what I'm about to do. You're my friend. I'm about to lay my life down for you. Amen. And here he goes again. For all things that I heard from my father, I have made known to you. Verse 16, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you that you should go and bear fruit and that your fruit should remain. That whatever you ask the father in my name, he may give you. Verse 17, these things I command you. What? That you love one another. A lot of love going on here in these verses. I mean, I, I didn't count them, but the word love was used a lot by Jesus right here. And by the way, these are the red letters. <laughs> this is Jesus talking right here, okay? Love one another. Love one another. We're going to go back a little bit here because I think there's some context we need to look at. We're going to jump back from John 15 to John 13. Once again, we see Jesus speaking to his disciples. He did that a lot. They were a rowdy group. <laughs> they were a confused group, so he had to constantly talk to them about, yeah, yeah, this is what's going on, guys. Y'all are not getting it. <laughs> so he's teaching them again. And he shares with them, guys, I'm about to leave. I've got to go. And where I'm going, you cannot go. And then in verse 34 and 35 of John 13, Jesus says this, a new commandment I give to you that you what? <laughs> Love one another. Seems like that's popping up a lot, huh? As I have loved you, that you also love one another. And then here's Peter. My old friend Peter. Jesus, can I go? I told you you couldn't go, Peter. In due time you'll get to, but you can't go. See, I see Peter as like that little yappy dog. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, me, 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 me. Like, you'll never learn, will you? And then Peter goes, but Lord, I'd lay down my life for you. That's where it gets good. Peter, you're going to deny me three times in a few short days. You'd lay your life down for me? Peter. <laughs> and so we see this teaching from Jesus. It's like Jesus is like, <clears throat> I feel like there's this... Um, you could kind of get in the mindset of what's going on in Jesus's mind at this time. He's like, these guys still don't get it. We've been walking around for three years. We've been feeding people. We've been, you know, I don't know if y'all remember. I took that little bit of fish and that little bit of bread and fed multitudes. Did y'all not just see? But yet they're still kind of, but, 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 but. <laughs> they saw who Jesus was for those three years. Jesus was not this guy that was, if it was an outcast, Jesus was hanging out with him or her, right? 
If it was a confused person, if it was a diseased person, Jesus wasn't running the other way. He was running toward them. They knew what love was. They should have known by now what love was because he had, he had shown them. He had given them tremendous examples of what love was that whole time. Now, now love, wasn't, love wasn't, oh, Mike, I love you, buddy. Now go on singing. That ain't love. That ain't love. Love is, Mike, I know what you're doing. I love you anyway. Now go don't sin. Right? Sometimes love can be tough. Right? Especially when you're a parent. And you're having to tell kids, you can't do that. You don't love me. If I didn't love you, I wouldn't tell you you can't do that. Amen. Love is a battlefield. <laughs> there was a song, wasn't there? Yes, I'm a child of the 80s. <laughs> Seriously, love was confusing then. It really was confusing then, but what is love today? It is messed up. We live in a world where that word is thrown around like cookie. I love cookie. I love love. I love 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 love. I love you, man. Really? The other day, someone, Rosalie and I were. <laughs> I won't go in. Yeah. Well, somebody said we love you. I'm like, I don't even know them. And you love me. Maybe they, were, maybe they had it right. Maybe they do love me. Maybe they were coming from us a Christian. I love you. I don't know, but it was weird. Love is just thrown around now. And I fear we don't truly understand what it really means. Just like I don't think Peter at this moment understood quite yet what it meant. Um, there's no greater love. No greater love than to lay one's life down for his friends. He may say, but how can I do that apart from jumping in front of a bus and pushing Kenny out of the way? That opportunity don't come a lot. I think that's where we have to understand the text here. <clears throat> We're not just talking about dying for a friend. We're also, I believe Jesus is telling us we're supposed to give up ourselves, give up what I want, what I want, me, 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 me. It's about me all the time. Paul in Romans 12 says, I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God. I think we're supposed to give ourselves up sometimes, and we don't. I'm not saying you have to give up everything in your life, but there are, to love one another, you've got to put, others ahead of yourself. <laughs> you know, Jesus said, I am the vine and you are the branches. If you remain in me and I in you, you will bear much fruit. I think our fruit shows our love. I really do. If if you're bearing no fruit or if your fruit's dead, then are you really loving or are you more focused on yourself? What's your focus? 
<laughs> we go back to Peter. Mr. I laid my life down for you. We see a beautiful story of redemption. See, no matter where you are, God's got you. No matter what phase of your life you're in, no matter where, listen, you could be the most hateful person in this room right now and he still loves you and he's still there and he's still got something for you. Listen, so Peter, can you imagine what Peter's thinking? Okay, by now, Jesus has went to the cross, he's went to the grave, Peter's denied him three times and he's gotta be sitting there going, what a mess I've made. But for the first time, I believe, in his heart, Peter truly understood love. And then Jesus comes back and he has this conversation with Peter. And here's Peter and he's gotta be thinking, oh man, oh. Cause you know, let's be honest, he probably deserved a good slap upside the head. <laughs> That's how we would react probably, right? But Jesus said, do you love me, Peter? Three times, do you love me, Peter? Do you love me, Peter? Do you love me, Peter? Yes, Lord, yes, Lord, yes, Lord. And he told him each time, take care, feed my sheep. We're called as those who love the Lord to sacrifice, to sacrifice, to give up ourselves. And on this holiday weekend as we celebrate Memorial Day and we celebrate those who have sacrificed for us, what are we willing to do? I'm not ever going to have to put on a uniform and go fight for my country. But each day I put on a uniform and go fight for my Lord. And I'm, I need to be willing to sacrifice. I need to be willing to give up myself. I need to be willing to lay down my selfish needs for others. Yesterday, I came to the church to check on something and I Drove around, I saw some cars parked over here, and I'm like, I knew a couple of them. One of them had a Mary Poppins thing on it, I don't know. Kind of stands out. And I'm like, I wonder what those people are doing. And then I remembered. There was one missing, and that was the one they were probably in. Am I right, Marianne? Saturday afternoon, holiday weekend, these ladies, these ladies decided that they would go over to Samaritan's Purse and pack shoeboxes. For kids, and those that don't know, Samaritan's Purse, Operation Christmas Child, they send shoeboxes all the time. It's not just at Christmas, that's just, anyway. They're constantly working over there. So these ladies, four of them, gave up part of their holiday weekend to go over there. Because why? Because they wanted something to do? No. Because they sacrificed their time. They gave up what they might want to have done to go do something for some other people. That's sacrificing. That's showing God's love. That's truly living out the commandment. Then I forget, as I come through the church, somebody stole the key to the dumpster so our cleaning people left all the trash over there in one of the rooms and I smelled something it wasn't that smell Robert but it was a smell and so 
I'm like, if I don't get this trash out of here by tomorrow morning, this place ain't going to be nice. So I go and I throw away the trash and I forget to set the alarm. I was going to set it on my phone. I forgot. So I'm driving and I get a text from Kenny. Kenny's like, I'm at the church. The alarm wasn't set. Just want to let you know. Like, uh, I forgot. And then Kenny, whiny Kenny, <laughs> goes, we're here working on vacation Bible school. Can you turn the air on? And I look and it's only 80 something degrees. I'm like, what's he need the air for? I'm kidding. I turned the air on for Kenny. Although in Nicaragua, Kenny, that'd have been cool. But so here's Kenny and Clint. And I don't know if it was just them two or somebody else, but here they are again, holiday weekend. They're at the church working on vacation Bible school. I could find a lot more I'd rather do than do that. But that's their commitment. That's their love for now over 50 kids, almost 60 that have signed up for vacation Bible school in less than two months from now. They're here already pouring out, giving, sacrificing for them. That's love. That's what we're talking about here. Did they take a bullet for somebody? No. Did they... Did they jump in front of a bus? No, but they're laying down their lives. They're sharing their time to show love. I believe we're supposed to share our time, our talents, our finances, sacrifice that. There's a guy in this church who knows how to do stuff that I don't know how to do. I roll in here, I think it was Thursday. Church man's been stolen. But I knew who had it because he left evidence because his car was here. <laughs> Here's a guy who knows how to change oil and do all kinds of things. I can change the oil, but, but he knows how to do this stuff. He also knows how to get the van inspected when it's. Don Tregaskis does stuff like that. And see, I don't have to ask Don, hey, Don, um, the van needs working on. He's usually the one that tells me, hey, Darren time to work on the van why he don't you know he could have done something else that day I'm sure he had other things he could have done he could have went to the waffle house and had a waffle but he come and got the church van and he took it and had it inspected and did everything and I don't have to worry about it because I know Don's doing it that's because Don loves his church he loves his Lord and he uses his talents and there's so many more in here, I can't, there's so many of you that do the same things. I just point those out because they happened this week and I watched them happening. And as I was working on my message, it was just like, there, there, there. Like what you see in this room right now. It's a little different than it was last week, right? You should have seen it Wednesday. It was a jumbled up mess, had tables piled over here and over there. And, just, and Robert and Pastor Bill are sitting back drinking cold drinks and no. no, they were working very hard on the preschool side of the building and uh, we, we just, yeah, they were working very hard and we knew this needed to get done in here. And so I, my two kids and I'll brag on them. They, they had graduated from fifth grade and eighth grade. Yay. That morning. And we went and had lunch and they said, we want to go with you dad to church. What are you going to do for the next four hours for before uh, we have Wednesday night service? Oh, we'll find something to do. 
Well, I came in here and I said, you know, this has got to get done. They said, we'll do it. So you're sitting in this room now in this pretty, it looks kind of nice, doesn't it? Because they gave up. Now, they could have went, went home their first day of summer. They could have went home and played video games and did whatever they do. Which, But they came here and they gave that time. And that's a sacrifice. That's a sacrifice and that's what we're talking about. Giving something up. Giving something up. I could be doing this, but you know what? I could help some people by doing this. I could love some people by doing this. I could show Jesus to others by doing this. And sometimes, sometimes it goes unseen. Like if I hadn't have told you Jacob and Angelina did this, if I hadn't have told you Kenny and Colette did what they did or Don did what he did or the ladies who went, y'all wouldn't know about it. But he does. And that's what really matters. Amen. I want to compel you today. Be that living sacrifice. Be that sacrifice. Love one another. Let him shine through you. Show the world Jesus. Show the world Jesus. On this Memorial Day weekend, we do honor those who gave their life for our freedoms here on this earth. Again, apart from those, I don't think we would be free. We certainly would not be as free as we are, I don't believe. We might all be speaking German, Robert. We, we laugh, but that's true. <laughs> Let's face it. If it hadn't have been for the great United States of America, I don't believe the World War II would have turned out like it did. <clears throat> but let us also on this day never, ever, ever forget the most ultimate sacrifice that was ever given and that was Jesus Christ when he went to that cross. And I don't believe that we'll ever fully understand it. Not here. I truly don't believe even Peter and Paul and Mary. No, some of you heard it. I don't believe they fully understood it. I don't believe they fully understood it. I don't believe we'll fully understand it until our eyes open and we see his face. I really don't. But while we're here, let's do our very best. We don't have to do anything. We really don't. He did it all. But because of our love for him, we should be compelled to pour out and give back all that we can. And you say, I can't do anything. Yeah, you can. Yeah, you can. I don't, you know. Just that, just that kind word. Just that kind word. Maybe... Just, just love. Spread love. Be love to others. <laughs> He's the only way. The greatest sacrifice. There's only one way, and that's him. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever shall believe in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn it, but through the world, but through, through him, the world might be saved. Praise God, the greatest sacrifice of all time. Why? Because of love. 
didn't have to happen. As the song said, we don't deserve it. We can't earn it. But praise God, he gave it free and willingly. Amen. Will you stand this morning? We will celebrate that great sacrifice. And I'll throw my communion. We will celebrate that great sacrifice this morning in remembrance of him through taking our communion. You know, Jesus, <laughs> that last meal, he, he took the bread. We, take, we do this sometimes just as a ritual, but it's not a ritual. We, we should do this. We should just close our, close your eyes. Just close your eyes and, and get a picture of what's happening here. Jesus is about to go to the cross. And he's sharing a little bit of the, what's about to happen with his, with his disciples. And we see it recorded He, he took the bread, he broke it, and he prayed. And he said, every time you do this, do it in remembrance of me. So we, we take this bread. Father, this is your body. Your son's body that was broken for us, Lord. Broken for our sin. Pierced for our sin, Lord. Literally destroyed for the sins of of each one of us in this room, we do not deserve it, yet you willingly did it. So we take this bread, we take it this morning in remembrance of you, Lord, in remembrance of that sacrifice, in Jesus' name. And then he took the cup. This is my blood poured out. So many animals had been sacrificed. So much blood had been shed. But this blood would be the ultimate final sacrifice. Father, we take this cup this morning in remembrance of what you did for us. We take this, Lord, in remembrance of the blood that was shed that would forever cover our sin that no other sacrifice would ever have to be made. But the ultimate sacrifice was you on the cross shedding your blood for us. We do this in remembrance of you. I'll leave you with this this morning, these three things. Please take these three things. This weekend we celebrate all those who gave their lives millions who never came home may we always remember may we never forget the second thing may we always remember and never forget the ultimate ultimate sacrifice and that's Jesus Christ who died for us on, on the cross never ever forget and the third thing may we all live a life that lets his light shine brightly through us
may we all live a life of sacrifice. A life that says, my friend is more important than me. I will give to my friend because I love my friend. That's what Jesus did. If you want to be Christ-like, give up. Give up your life for your fellow man. Let's pray. Lord, on this Memorial Day weekend, I can't list all the names of all the men and women who fought for our nation and who died for our nation, but Lord, you know each one of them. I pray for their families that no longer have them here. I pray, Lord, that you would give them peace and comfort. I pray, Lord, that their names would be honored forever for the sacrifices that they made for our country. And Lord, I pray for the people throughout this world today that do not know the sacrifice paid by your son, Jesus. Lord, may they find Jesus, turn to him, and find love that they've never, ever imagined existed. We thank you for your sacrifice of your son, Jesus. I pray for each one now as we go out, Lord, let us all have a safe and blessed rest of this weekend. And again, Lord, may we never forget. In Jesus' name, amen. Real quick, a couple of announcements. Um, if you haven't signed up,